0: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time to talk about the Green Bay Packers. This is your Packers Update. The Daily Cheese, brought to you by Packernet.com. The Daily Cheese is a collaboration with the Packernet Podcast, hosted by Ryan Schlipp, the Pack Daddy, and I'm your host, J.J. Leahy. Monday morning, Matt LaFleur and Brian Goodkins held their end-of-season press conference via Zoom. This will likely be the last time we hear from Matt LaFleur for a long time, unless there's any kind of introductory press conference for the new defensive coordinator, which I would doubt. The floor did acknowledge that Maurice Drayton is, in fact, confirmed to be the new special teams coordinator. We also learned Drayton's nickname is Mo. The line of questioning about will Aaron Rodgers be returning to Green Bay this year started early in the press conference. And believe me, it never stopped. I don't know how much more black and white the team can get than this, but here you go.
1: And do you feel confident that he is going to be your quarterback not only in 2021, but moving forward beyond that? Uh, is that a trick question? Absolutely. There's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you're talking about the guy that is going to win the, the MVP of the league. Like, we're not in this position without him. So I couldn't be happier with just not only his performance, but how he, he led our football team, uh, all, all the little things he does within that locker room to ensure that everybody is locked in, focused, ready to go. So, yeah, absolutely. He will be here for a long time. I know I said that before, but for a long time.
0: Now, the big headline yesterday was that the L.A. Rams, before they traded for Matt Stafford, allegedly tried to trade for Aaron Rodgers and were told flatly the Packers were not interested in trading him.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they wanted to upgrade uh, from Jared Goff. Uh, They felt like there were a certain number of quarterbacks who could do that. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson was out of their price range. Uh, They made a run at Aaron Rodgers, and uh, the Packers were adamant that they weren't trading him.
0: Naturally, Brian Goodkins was asked about this today. Brian, over the weekend, uh, Sam Farmer of the LA Times reported that the Rams, quote, made a run at trading for Aaron. Now, I would never expect you to comment on an outside team or your
1: conversations with them. So I'll just ask, how would you define making a run? Yeah, I I appreciate you understanding that I don't really comment on those things, but you know, in this particular situation, there's no truth to that whatsoever.
0: Now, it is worth noting that Sam Farmer did, in fact, double down on his story, saying the Rams, quote, considered making a hard run on Aaron Rodgers. I have to imagine neither party is lying, but that the Rams had an internal conversation about it, probably picked up the phone and called the Packers and asked if he was available, heard something along the lines of absolutely not, said thank you and hung up. Of course, the line of questioning didn't stop there.
1: Very quickly, because Aaron himself said in the past week that there's never any Absolutes and what you've said about his future seems pretty clear. Can can you foresee any scenario in which you would be willing to trade Aaron Rodgers this off season? Absolutely not. No, I mean it's, he's he's like I said, he's such an important part of what we're doing. He's a leader of our football team, and um, you know we just that's not part of our plans.
0: We did get some updates from Matt Lafleur about how quarterback Jordan Love is progressing. Namely, just saying that they are pleased, in fact, with his growth, that he is working on his fundamentals. That they were giving him a couple weeks off, but then they expected him to come back and continue working on his quarterback training. Then Gudikunz was asked if he still sees Jordan Love as the future of the quarterback position.
1: Given what you and Matt have said today about you see him here for a long
0: time, do you still view Jordan as the next quarterback after Aaron whenever he does leave?
1: I, I view uh, Jordan as a very talented prospect that we're really excited about developing. And I know that um, maybe that's not the norm to have quarterbacks sit for, for a long time, but we uh, we certainly believe in that. Um, I go through my history here with the Green Bay Packers, whether it was, you know, Matt Hasselbuck and Aaron Brooks and the way we developed those guys and always feeling good about having a guy that if something happened to Brett back in those days, or even when we had Matt Flynn with, with uh, when Aaron was here, that that if we needed to go to somebody else because of injury or, or or anything else, that we were we were able to do that. So we believe in that. This this probably won't be the first time we draft a quarterback and and try to develop them because we just think it's such an important part of the game. I think you look at the two teams that are playing for the championship this year and and the and the four teams that were in the in the final four, so to speak. And I think you can understand the importance of developing quarterbacks. So we're going to put a lot of stock into that. We're going to use resources to, to acquire and, uh, and develop, uh, quarterbacks just because it's what we believe in. Uh, I'm really excited about the, the limited development that Jordan has been able to do in the, in the short period of time that we've had him. uh, Matt kind of hit on it. You know, there were some challenges, I think that, um, unforeseen challenges as far as off season and no preseason games and things like that. So we're excited to kind of continue down that road and get him into some preseason games. And, um, you know, at the same time while we're competing for championships with Aaron.
0: So in the meantime, Jordan Love is clearly an insurance plan at the single most important position on the football team, something that I'm very grateful about after the disastrous 2017 and 2018 seasons, which saw quite a few missed games by Rodgers. You'll remember Mike McCarthy back in 2017 saying that he felt really good about their quarterback room and then proceeding to try out Brett Hundley for the whole season. I think this is clearly a way of life for the Packers at this point constantly investing in the most important position on the football team. If you're not throwing resources at keeping it stocked up, you're doing business wrong. I think 2017, 2018, and the 1980s are all very good reminders of just how badly things can turn out if you don't have a good, solid answer at quarterback. Now, Bears, Vikings, and Lions fans like to constantly bring up that the Packers seem to have gotten lucky by getting two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in a row, and that as soon as Aaron leaves, this will all be over. Of course, there's no guarantee that you'll find a third Hall of Fame quarterback in a row. But if you're committing to becoming a quarterback factory, I'd say your chances drastically increase. We also learned from Gutekunst that the Packers are going to borrow against future cap space in order to float themselves through this year and accomplish what they'd like to do for 2021. It's not the best position to be in in the world, but with the drastic change that COVID has brought, this is the year to do it. The only alternative would be to move on from stars such as Darius Smith, something the Packers probably do not want to do. So could this mean that we are more likely to see Aaron Jones or Corey Lindsay return? It's possible. Corey Lindsley said so far his agent has received no word from the Packers that they are interested in moving forward on contract talks. Aaron Jones, of course, turned down an offer from Green Bay back in November that would have made him a top-five highest-paid running back in the league. However, it was heavily backloaded and very short on guaranteed money, meaning a team-friendly deal something they could get out of with relative ease if Aaron Jones' production drops off with age. Jones, of course, immediately hired a new agent, Drew Rosenhaus, to represent him, and as far as we know, talks have not progressed at all since then. On the defensive coordinator front, you already know some of the names that the Packers have interviewed or are planning to interview, but throw two more names on the list. L.A. Rams, safeties coach Ahiro Evero, and former Seahawks and Cowboys defensive coach Chris Richard. Of internal candidates, it sounds like Jerry Gray is the only candidate seriously being considered. And that's all the news I got for you right now. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packer's strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the PackerNet Podcast, hosted by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp. Keep up on all the Green Bay Packers news by going to PackerNet.com and join the PackerNet Podcast Facebook group. My name is J.J. Leahy, and this has been The Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update.